Welcome back, y'all, to the FarmD Residency Preppers podcast. This is your host, Anne. And Misha. And today we are talking about getting a job and being employed. Mm -hmm. Get that money. That money, but also get those skills. So that's always a big question from trainees, right? When they're coming in, starting pharmacy school, and even as they get later into their pharmacy career, uh, pharmacy student career is, should I have a job? Um, And usually the answer is for most, it's a yes. Yeah, you probably Mm -hmm. should, right? Um, And there's lots of reasons why you should get a a job. Um, But the first thing is that you build a lot of skills right? Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing more important than actually seeing the profession happen and know what skills you need to be successful in the profession. You can't see that if you don't have a job and you've never been there. Exactly. It's hard to be a pharmacist if you've never been in a pharmacy. And you know, I've noticed a lot of students that come in that don't have jobs struggle a little bit more with uh, knowing drug names and doses and even like matching them with indications. They just, you can tell those students that have not worked. Yeah, and the other piece that I really noticed about students who've had jobs before is their time management skills. So oh, they yeah. know that I have a job, I gotta be there. And so I'm gonna do my work, I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna do a great job because I got work today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, or I've got work this weekend. So it really teaches you about how do you manage your time and balance all these different things when it comes to you know your schoolwork versus the time that you need to to work and learn the skills in an actual pharmacy and you know you can work in different in different aspects of pharmacy retail hospital uh industry you name it there's so many different avenues that you can go as an intern retail and hospital are a little bit easier to get into than maybe industry or some specialty pharmacies so um just go to what what feels right for you now talking a little bit about retail there are more retail opportunities i mean let's face it there's a cvs and a walgreens across the street from that and probably a Publix or a Kroger beside it. So you have three pharmacy options right there at an intersection potentially. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to go into that retail space, it's definitely a great opportunity, right? Because it's easy to get into. It's right there. Maybe the lines, but maybe, you know, we're talking about going to residency, right? And your question is, well, if I work at retail, like how am I going to get a residency? But like I said, it has all those skills. So just doing retail with a quotation around the just, it's still okay. Oh yeah, it, sh- it still shows that you had all of these different skills that you gain. So if you're already working at retail, then think about maybe staying there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also think about transitioning too, and maybe you transition to a hospital setting, yeah. or maybe you transition to an independent pharmacy. So if you already have some experience in a retail, you know, big box type retail setting, maybe you think about, hmm, now I have these skills, can I switch to an independent? Or maybe you're starting to really like those clinical things in in your classes and you're like, now it's really time, I need to see that inpatient, that hospital side. And so you think about maybe let's transition to somewhere else. So it kind of depends on, you know, what's the best job depends on what you want to do, right? Like that's the whole point of all of our conversations is follow your dreams, follow what feels best for you. And it's kind of like getting a jump start on your appies uh, when you go from 
like just a regular, let's say a CVS, Walgreens, community pharmacy, and you do an independent also. So you've kind of taken your community block and felt it out before you even get to your appies or you go to the hospital and you start shadowing some pharmacists, some clinical pharmacists. So you get a little taste of critical care or emergency medicine or oncology. And then when you get to your appies, when you're choosing or you're putting your preferences in, you may think, okay, well, I saw oncology and I was not thrilled with that. So I'm not going to pick that, but I've I can kind of check the box in my mind that, okay, I've seen that. And I know that that's not really where I'm interested. Now, the downside of the hospital, there aren't that many of them. So if you're in a college town and you're like, you're living where you are um, in school, chances are a lot of other people are too. And if you have a hundred and something people in your pharmacy school class, you are not all going to be able to get a job at the hospital. So little insider tips, since I spent many years in the hospital, um, contact the hiring manager. If that hiring manager, nine times out of 10, if that hiring manager has seen your name or seen your face or gotten an email from you, um, that's going to pull you a little bit more than you putting an application in with 500 other people. So that personal contact does give you a little bit of an advantage. A lot of times, depending on how the hospital structured, your application goes to HR and HR looks at it and they may say, well, they don't have a PTCB certification for a technician, so they're not qualified. They don't think about the fact that you have a pharmacy intern license and because it didn't say it on the job description. It said pharmacy tech PTCB required, you don't qualify. I've had that happen when I was working in, in management in the hospital. I had a technician, well, I had an intern. Um, he was actually my student and he wanted a job there. I told him to put his application in. Never saw it come through from HR. I watched, I waited. I went into our um, self-service HR uh, software and his application was rejected. So I called HR and I said, um, why did you reject this? And she said, well, he doesn't have his PTCB certification. And I said, he's a pharmacy intern. That kind of trumps that. And she said, well, it didn't say that on the PDQ. So I just rejected it. I said, well, unreject it and hire this guy. So, but had he not been with me on rotation, I had I not known him, had I not known he put his application in, he would have gotten patched right over. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing about hiring managers, right, is that sometimes they're closely affiliated with a college of pharmacy. And so if you're a student, you can easily get in contact and all of that type of thing. The other thing to think about is, is there a smaller hospital that's maybe in a town that's slightly a little bit further away, right? So when I was a student, I graduated from University of Chapel Hill, um, but I actually lived in Raleigh at the time. And so there was a smaller hospital, Duke Raleigh hospital. Great, cute little hospital. Loved being there. It was fabulous. Um, but I applied there because it was actually closer to my home, actually, than it was at Chapel Hill because I wasn't living in town. Um, but it was a small hospital. It was a great opportunity because I got to see so many different things that I would have never seen in a huge hospital. So maybe you're really closely affiliated with that hospital that's associated with the College of Pharmacy, but also think about the small ones and think mm -hmm. about how do I contact that hiring manager at that small hospital that might be in the town, you know, a couple of towns over or, you know, within 
reasonable driving distance to your to wherever you're doing your classes. Yeah. So get a little creative when it comes to, you know, if you want a hospital position. And if there's not any that are readily available, get a little creative and think about who, who can I contact? Who can I get in touch with? Um, Pharmacy is a small world. So we're all kind of in this thing together. Yeah. Next kind of thing to sort of think about is um, how many hours do you work? A lot of students ask me, how many hours am I supposed to work? Um, And it all depends, right? Student to student. This is one of those that's really hard to answer in a general general way. Um, But you got to learn those work-life balance, work, life, and class. Yes. Balance yes. for sure. Um, how do you balance the hours? What can you do? How are you doing in your classes? If you start to slip in your classes, that's mm-hmm. a first indication that you need to back down on the hours worked. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting enough out of your working experience, maybe you're not working long enough hours. Um, and so maybe you need to go a little bit longer. So think about, you know, how do I feel? How stressed am I? Think about the semester that's coming up too. You know, if you have a really stressful, that pharmacotherapy therapy for me it's oncology right if i have that oncology <laughs> block coming up yes oh like for me that's a little bit scary and a little bit overwhelming so maybe i'm gonna have to study a little bit harder for that module than i would other modules so maybe i'm going to talk to my boss about about what's going on in my life and about what's going on in my curriculum and how do i anticipate that i'm going to be able to deal with that and working and a lot of times the front the 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 managers will be pretty open and kind of right. let you you know they we know that interns have to work a little bit here and work mm-hmm. a little less there and sometimes there's a little bit of flexibility so make sure whatever position you're in you understand what that flexibility looks like yeah a lot of times your hiring manager has uh, recently been in your position so they're a little bit more flexible a little bit more forgiving but definitely don't overcommit don't overdo. And this is going to be a common theme from throughout your career. It's really easy for pharmacists to overcommit themselves. It's really easy for these tasks to like pile up quickly. And it's just a little something here or a little something there. And so with the work, it's like, it's just a little, it's a few hours here. Oh, it's a few hours there. Oh, I'm only doing every other weekend. But now my boss wants me to come in just two hours on Thursday. And then the next week he wants me to come in three hours on Thursday and two on Wednesday. But that's okay. I can handle it. Before you know it, you're putting in 40 hours and you're going to school. And that's too much. It's okay to say no. It's fine to to turn some of those hours down. And I know you're also students and thinking student budget. And you're like, yeah, if I work for another 10 hours this week that's like an extra pizza for the weekend or whatever so but but just be sensible about it don't don't overcommit yourself yeah and also think about the impression that it makes on other people um the place I see this happen the most is when I'm meeting with a student um, at the end of a day or towards the, the, you know, the end of a day, or I have a student on rotation and I see them get antsy in the seat and they keep looking at their watch and looking at their phone, trying to figure out, you know, can I go, can I go, can I go? And it's because they're trying to get to work, 
Um, so again, communicate in the situation that you're in, but also know that in pharmacy school, you're here to learn, right? You have this precious little mm -hmm. bit of time where you have people mentoring you and people who are dedicating themselves to your training and education and take advantage of that and know how important and what a heavy weight that carries. Um, and know that you want to take advantage of every single situation that you're in and you don't want to cut it short because maybe you're trying to run off to work. Um, so think about that and really make sure you're communicating that information with everybody that's around you. You know, Make sure you're communicating with your mentors, communicating with your preceptors and communicating with your manager to let them know that you are balancing these different things and you don't wanna be rude and you don't wanna take away from a situation and you know you wanna do the best that you can do in, in every aspect. Um, and so make sure that you're not that one checking your phone every two seconds because you're gonna be late for work. Mm -hmm. And I know that um, you're probably in a small minority here, but there are probably those of you that think, well, I kind of have to work a full schedule because I'm supporting my family or I'm supporting, you know, a child or I'm helping support my parents for some reason. And you're kind of in a unique situation. So not all of this is going to directly apply to you, but it kind of still does. You just don't don't overdo it. You're going to burn yourself out before you even get to to actual pharmacist status and it's okay sometimes if you're going through a rough patch and you you have to you just need to take a step back and you need to sit out of school for a little bit um to kind of get yourself financially more stable on or on track um because of family issues that you have and or maybe you know lack of student loans or financial aid or something that happens that you can't like you think if I don't work 40 hours this week then I'm not going to eat or I'm not going to have the power on that's a little bit more important than what you got going on in school at that time but you need to go talk to somebody about it you need to talk to somebody at the school and they can help you walk through that and we've had situations that um we had to refer to our student affairs person that, you know, okay, we're going to have to like possibly take a few weeks off or take a month off or, you know, whatever you need to do, they can work with you. You'll probably have to take a whole semester if it like gets extensive, but there are ways that they can work with you. You're not going to get kicked out of school, most likely, unless there are other things that surround that. So don't take that to the bank and say, well, she said she's I'm not going to get kicked out of school. That's not what I mean. <laughs> so, but we, people are understanding. There will be someone in student affairs or in some faculty position at your school that can help you and can help you work through that and can say, okay, maybe you just need to take a little bit of time off. Maybe you need to take this semester and then let's start it up again next semester. Or you need to take this year off to get your health and wellness back together and get your finances straight or whatever. And just take a little break. So don't let your families and your lives suffer because you're in school if there's a possibility that you can kind of take a little time and get yourself back on track yeah and kind of thinking that through right all the way to the end is that any kind of job that you have um is going to be a forever job interview right like mm -hmm. we get jobs because we had jobs before that's kind of like the way things work and that's no different in pharmacy so anywhere you work is going to be a job interview. It's a networking opportunity. 
So if you come into work enthusiastic, excited to be there, you do a great job, you take on the extra projects, you are that team member that everybody loves to be with, that sets you up really great for asking for letters of recommendation. That sets you up really great for having somebody vouch for you and being a sponsor and getting you to that next stage in your career and in your development. Maybe that's the person who's gonna introduce you to you know, the next residency director or the next great residency program or whatever it might be and kind of lead you down these different paths. Maybe if you're doing a really great job, they pull you into those clinical opportunities and you get to see those a little bit more rather than just doing technician work the entire uh, time that you're on the job. So think about the networking opportunity that you get with work too. And I circle back to think about, you know, where are you getting a job and, and where, you know, is it in the retail or is it hospital? Is it something else? Um, it's a networking, right? So if you have an interest in being in the hospital in the future, then go get a hospital job. That's what makes the most sense. Awesome. So that's our all of our thoughts related to employment. So this is PharmD Residency Preppers. Please like, share, comment on our Facebook page. <laughs>